If you could have a guide, someone to help you tell your story, give you the tools to reach your ideal customer, lead you to living your dreams and turning a profit, would you follow it? Everyone, every passion has a place in this world and each has the potential to be unstoppable. It's time to buckle up and tune in to your personal strategist, life purpose coach and marketing maven, Lindy Chafin-Start. Hello, hello. Happy Wednesday. Welcome to the studio. You are listening to Unstoppable with Lindy Chafin-Start. That's little old me. And uh, today we are going... <laughs> We are going to be talking customer retention because I wouldn't be a marketing maven if I couldn't spin customer retention into your marketing strategy. And that's what we're going to talk about today. It can be a challenge um, or it can be easy breezy. It all comes down to your own commitment to your business and your willingness to go the extra step for your customer. Um, it's just another layer of marketing and it's a layer that cannot be overlooked. So, love thy customer as thy love thyself. That's where the title of today today's show comes from. Um, <clears throat> so, trying to think about fun and good anecdotes about customer retention. But again, don't ever talk to a marketer about her own marketing or his own marketing. <laughs> We're so busy doing marketing for everybody else, we forget to do our own. Um, and real staff to do ours and everyone else's just so we can kick back with a margarita and enjoy life. But no, it doesn't work that way. Um, not the world anyway. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Some people might be able to get away with that. Um, but customer retention is one of those things. I'm going to, I'll share with you. I've been doing business, um, not necessarily as a business owner, but I have been in business for the majority of my life at this point. Um, I probably shared with y'all way early on that my dad had me in his office collating papers when I was eight and nine years old. If I was out of school, he would take me into the office and I would assist his assistants with the work that they were doing. And it was a lot of fun and I got exposed to a lot of grown-up things um, a lot earlier than, you know, your typical kid would. I mean, it's really neat that we have the theoretical bring-your-kid-to-work day. But he really did used to take me to work. <laughs> and, um, you know, my dad was the director of um, insurance and risk management for a large medical corporation. And if any of y'all are familiar at all with what a captive is, it's basically... Um, an insurance company within a corporation or a group of corporations, they will come in and develop um, an insurance company so they can insure themselves. It's called an insurance captive. And my dad used to travel the world um, with this particular corporation, and he developed captives in crazy places like um, Saudi Arabia back before it was the United Arab Emirates. And... Um, the UK. <laughs> I spent time in London when I was a kid. Had a lot of fun. Um, but dad exposed me to a lot. So I, you know, it was just kind of fun getting to know all of these things over the years. And then I started working when I was 15 and then had my first, gosh, management job at 22. And I'm about to be 47. So when I say I've been in business the majority of my life, I don't lie. Um, and a lot of that has been in advertising and some of it has been in construction and some of it has just been random. Um, but the majority of it has been advertising, marketing, customer relations. I was the director of customer service and volunteerism at a nonprofit in recent years and loved it. And I can tell you the the uh, the one thing that's going to alienate your customer is a lack of communication. <laughs> so don't get caught up in, hey, um, you know, I've got 
my one new customer. What's better than acquiring that one new customer? Another new customer? No, it's retaining an existing customer. Don't ever forget that. So take the extra step, put the extra effort into it, and show your customers that you can. And this is more ways than one, folks. There's lots of um, retention strategy available. Um, I'm going to be pulling tips and tricks from um, an article that HubSpot generated. Um, it's called 14 Excellent Customer Retention Strategies at Work. Now, I'm <clears throat> literal examples and a blip about their strategy. And you know me, I'm going to throw my own stuff in there but uh, because they're an excellent um, company. Check them out. So um, the nuts and bolts of it, let's let's talk about a program. Um, you can also think of if you're actually in a leadership role in a customer in a company aside from customer retention, you also have to think about employee retention. So um, <laughs> you're welcome to give me a call and talk about that stuff too. Uh, okay, so a customer retention program, just for your own knowledge, is a program that's specific. Uh, it's a specific initiative or set of initiatives designed to increase customer value and encourage them to repurchase and evangelize a company's product or service. Now, we've talked a little bit about the play, or can be utilized anyway, in customer retention. Um, ideally, what you want to keep in mind is that for every new customer, there is the expense of initial marketing, onboarding, and so on. Once that customer becomes a repeat customer or an evangelist for your company or your product, your marketing expense can go down 5 to 25 times <clears throat> the initial spend. That's pretty impressive, right? Um, so how... What kind of strategies work? It's going to depend on your product. It's going to depend on your service. It's going to depend on your audience. So I'm going to go back to nuts and bolts. Know what your audience profiles are. That's why I say love thy customer as you love yourself. How would you want to be treated? It's kind of the golden rule. Treat others as you'd want to be treated. So um, here's an example of something that happened this week. Went to take my daughter to horseback lessons on Saturday. Stopped at a gas station. She wanted beef jerky. Imagine <laughs> an 11-year-old who wants beef jerky. She's a growing girl. Um, she grabs a $7 bag of beef jerky, running our total up to $16. I'm like, holy goodness, what in the world? Get home. She doesn't eat it. I stick it in the cabinet thinking I'll put it in her lunch. Just little snack bags. Okay. So I go to do that yesterday when she went back to school, opened up the bag, and everything in there is like grown together. It was disgusting. Oh, my God. I thought I was going to die. <clears throat> but I don't really appreciate spending $7 on a tiny little bag of beef jerky. And not being able to let somebody know about that. But before I jumped off the deep end and went straight to their social media and called them out, <clears throat> I looked at the back and I looked at the expiration date to make sure it wasn't the, you know, the gas station's fault or anybody else's fault. And um, the expiration date was in 2020. And of course, just for y'all's knowledge, again, food production requires. Um, batch numbers for FDA approvals and blah, 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 so that if there is a need to recall, um, they can go by the batch number and the run date, and I believe they also include the last six digits of the barcode in this, 
Um, so if they need to recall a product, they can base it on that. They can like track it down to its geographic location and even its delivery locations and recall a product. Okay. So um, I called. I was just like, hey, got a bad batch. Wanted to let you know. Give me a call back. So Cool Beans, they called me back within a couple of hours. Oh, my gosh. We are so sorry this happened. Could you give us the information I just told you? Expiration date, batch number, run date, and the last part of the SKU. Okay, Cool Beans, done. We are so sorry that this happened to you. I'm going to send you out coupons today for a bunch of free bags of this jerky. I want you to, you know, we want to keep you. We want to make you happy. So here's some coupons for um, here are some coupons for free beef jerky. Awesome. You know, that's really cool of y'all. I didn't it's not anything I was worried about. I just really wanted to stop this from happening to other people and make sure it was just a bad bag and not a bad batch, because that would be a problem if it was a bad batch. So, um, anyway, there's something else this furry jerky, but in the grand scheme of things, that's the way I like to be treated. They they knew that by the fact that I picked up the phone and called and actually engaged without going directly to the social media and blowing them out of the water. Y'all don't buy this jerky. It sucks. I, I don't need to jump off a cliff. You know? I just want to do the right thing. So communicating with being willing to take that extra step. And the guy, Steve, the customer service dude, was so nice. He was so nice and very appreciative of just the fact that I did pick up the phone and call. So customer retention. It's just a, an, a great opportunity to provide customer service. I've had lots of great customer service experiences lately from um, Sebastian at Facebook. Shout out to Sebastian. He's pretty awesome. Um, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Who else? Um, Patrick at El Toro. There are lots of guys who have been really going the extra mile for me lately. Um, oh, I wish I could remember the young woman's name over at GoDaddy. She was pretty awesome with a, an issue that I had the other day. So, But when they send out those surveys, if you've had a good customer service experience, engage. Let them know. I actually put in my um, <laughs> my email for Sebastian at Facebook that um, Zuckerberg needs to adopt him because he deserves part of the fortune. Like he went that above and beyond people. So if somebody goes above and beyond, let them know just as much as they take care of you, take care of them. It's important. Um, it's very, very important. <laughs> So um, we've got 14 excellent customer retention strategies that we're going to talk through um, during the show and um, some really interesting examples from Tom's to Starbucks to, gosh, people you've never heard of before. But I did want to give you some ideas um, when it comes to customer retention, how some, you know, how some companies who you often see in social media, making major fails, um, actually not failing at all. They do a good job. So um, Jack Link's Jerky, I'm going to call them out. Great job, guys, on your customer service. Facebook, Sebastian, awesome job. El Toro, great job. GoDaddy, great job. Um, <clears throat> you guys are training your people well, and they're doing a good job, and they all deserve to be adopted and share in the fortune. Okay? So, um, I'm going to go ahead and take a quick breather, um, and we'll come back and talk about those 14 excellent customer retention strategies. Um, you are listening to Unstoppable and the Unstoppable Lindy Chafin Start, and we'll be right back. We all wish we had a few extra hours and a few less things to do in our hurried days. By tuning into Unstoppable, hosted by Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin Start, you'll hear success stories of how other entrepreneurs have uncovered their passions and learned to live a balanced, purposeful life. You'll receive tips and tools to market and grow your business, wrangle the chaos, and design the life you've dreamt of. 
Learn how to be unstoppable by tuning in to InspiredChoicesNetwork.com every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time. This is Unstoppable with Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin-Start. If you have a question about marketing your small business or finding balance as an entrepreneur, or you're just trying to get up the courage to do your own thing, let Lindy know. You can call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. Now, back to Unstoppable. And welcome back. You're listening to Unstoppable on Inspired Choices Network. This is your host, Lindy Chapinsart. And today we're talking about um, excellent customer retention strategies. Um, before I launch into talking about those fun things, I want to just make you guys an offer. If you're listening and have um, uh, any kind of issues you're dealing with or concerns or fears, um, if you have marketing challenges, if you're trying to reach a particular customer and don't know how to, or if you can't figure out how to narrow down your customer base um, or how to reach those customers, give me a call. Um, pop over to my website at www.unstoppablestart.com. There's a little contact form at the bottom. Before you get there, you'll be able to see all of the fun stuff we offer. Um, but go ahead and, and just, you know, reach out. Let's have a conversation. Talk it through. I'm happy to help. Um, first 30 minutes is on me and we'll take it from there. If you decide not to engage me, uh, if I can give you enough ideas to do it on your own, awesome. That's what I'm here for. I want to teach you how to do these things. Um, but if you do need to engage a professional, I'm available, uh, of course. And <laughs> there are lots of us all over the globe who are happy to help you with your marketing. So shout out to all of my fellow marketing cohorts. Um, they're all awesome. they're awesome. Everybody, every there's a place for everybody in this world. So, all right. So we're going to talk about this fun stuff, and then I'm going to ask you guys. We're gonna we're gonna do some campaigning. Okay. So um, the first excellent customer retention strategy, imagine, is and this is for our younger folks because not everybody's about the mission oriented organization, but um, you have to remember that develop your audience profile. Inspire people with a mission, for sure. Um, especially if they if they love your product. In addition to, like, don't just make a craptastic product and go, okay, we're going to give this craptastic product to you for forty nine ninety nine, and then we're going to make another one and give it to somebody else for free. Tom's did this. They didn't do a craptastic product. They did a great product, and they have a great mission, and it's awesome. Seriously, what they do is terrific. Um, <laughs> but you can't just do that with anything. Um, and you can't do it for everybody, and it might not necessarily be for you. However, if you have a mission and it can benefit your business either by growing your customer base or keeping your customer base, then by God, tell the story. It's not difficult. Just tell your story. Uh, we've talked about this before, being honest, being open, being authentic. If you have a great story to tell, don't hide it from people because nine times out of ten, people will be more interested in what you're doing. Again, this is not going to work on older, the older groups of people that might be purchasing from you. This is more of a millennial to late Gen X group of folks who are going to be inspired by mission-driven um, products and organizations, okay? Uh, not that older people don't like to volunteer, but they're more of additional meals on wheels, uh, home repair kind of thing, Habitat for Humanity. You know, they're they're that group. They're not necessarily, hey, if you buy this, we'll give a free pair of that to them. Um, but younger, so... You know, again, develop your audience profiles and be sure that you're thinking around both marketing and retention for both. Um, you know, give me two shakes. <laughs> okay. 
Um, now, Tom's really does have an excellent mission. If you're not uh, if you're not familiar with it, they um, created a shoe. And basically, anytime you buy a pair of their shoes, they give a pair to people in need. And at the time it was written, there were sixty million pairs of new shoes donated. It's pretty impressive verse. Now it's not so again, that's not something everybody can do. So make sure it's right for you. Make sure you have a mission that makes sense. People don't care necessarily money to certain charities. Um but you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna spin off for a second about that. Um so I have a client, I've talked to you about them before, they provide um, diagnoses of ASD, Autism Spectrum Disorder, uh, and they want to do something around Autism Awareness Month. I think I think the specific Autism Awareness Day is April, beginning of April sometime, April 4th. So I get an email from them yesterday and they're like, we want to, you know, we want to do something. We need to post something on our website. I'm like, you guys, come on, let's take this a little bit further and make it a little bit bigger and try to go a little bit more viral with it than just posting something on your website. So I want your ideas. I'm asking you now. I want your ideas. If something comes up in your brain uh, that could help, then let's do that. But um, And this isn't necessarily as much customer retention as it is community support, um, creating a fandom and then eventually customer retention. Um, it could be multiple fold. It could be customer retention uh, because their existing clients will see it as well as um, potential new clients and just people in the community at large. But I challenge them to come up with something like um, Five for the Fight. Have you guys seen this? Uh, I believe it is the American Cancer Society came up with Five for the Fight. I can't remember off the top of my head. But that's the website, it's Five for the Fight. Um, people post a challenge. They write the name of the person that they're fighting for on their hand, on the palm of their hand. They take a picture of it, put it on Facebook, um, donate $5 to, I believe it's the American Cancer Society, <laughs> and challenge five friends to do the same thing. So I was like, you guys, you know, let's let's have some fun with this. Let's um let's make this about um raising money and awareness in the autism community and how you guys are going to do that. Let's Facebook makes it super easy these days. Like pick your pick your charity. Here's an example of where you can where you can really benefit a charity and yourself by doing this sort of viral Thing, but you have to be creative around it. I love the five for fight, five for the fight campaign. I think it's a great idea. So I've challenged them to do the same thing. <laughs> so April's going to be a busy month. Um, but anyway, be mindful of things like that. <clears throat> things that can help uh, wrangle new customers and support. I mean, that's a pretty simple thing to do. The marketing expense isn't awful. Um, and, you know, you're doing a good a good thing. You're trying to make a difference in the world. So um, there's one way. Your mission and drive those customers. Okay. So um, <laughs> we all know this, but empowering your customers with convenience would be strategy number two. Nobody does this better than Starbucks. Um, you know, they started out making coffee and just the smell alone. Remember before there was a Starbucks? <laughs> Remember back when Starbucks and Caribou and all those guys were like wee little shops that you would wander into? And it was back when the friends on friends met in a coffee shop and it <laughs> inspired us all to meet in a coffee shop. And lo and behold, there are 500 million of them today. Um, and we all meet in coffee shop, work in coffee shops and date in coffee shops. It's kind of ridiculous, but whatever happened to a bar? 
I just want to go to a bar and shoot some pool sometimes. Anyway, um, so Starbucks used to draw you in with these lovely smells of roasted coffee and fresh ground beans. And and they realized that that wasn't going to last forever. So now you can download their app and place an order for your coffee and pay for it before you even get to the store. You could be sitting in your car, cranking it up in the garage, typing in your order. <laughs> I'll be there in 10, and your coffee will be waiting on you. It's the craziest thing. All you have to do is roll up and grab it and go. Isn't that amazing? Empowering your customer with convenience. So, oh my gosh, other ways that we could apply that. How could we apply that? Well... If you're small, um, the SMS marketing around when lunch is ready or, you know, when the donuts are fresh or the empanadas, we've used that example before, um, have your client sign up so that they're first in line when the empanadas are ready. You know, that's a great convenience factor. Um, if you can, and if you're able to develop an app, an ordering app, um, awesome, good for you. It's a little bit larger organization, not just a T-tiny one. Um, have an app where people can place an order for empanadas and come when they're ready. Prepay for them, so all they have to do is walk in and go, hey, I'm Sam, thanks, see you later. That's empowering your customers with convenience. And it's a brilliant idea. <laughs> But not, I mean, like I said, you have to do what's possible for your business. You don't want to break the bank on, um, you know, doing something that's well outside of your bandwidth. You just don't want to do that, your financial bandwidth. Um, so, but there there are options available. Another um, great tool I've seen lately, and you'll forgive me that I can't remember the name of it, but... Um, if you reach out to me and you're really interested in it, I will I will hunt it down. Um, there's this great app that can be customized for a business that is sort of a geographic targeter that can be tied to your business. So um, I'm going to use the apartment community example, and I'm going to use a community out in Houston that I'm working with currently. They're smack in the middle of the tech um but around Texas Med Center, there's Women's Hospital, the VA Hospital, um, UT Health Science, um, there's the zoo, there's the whole museum district. So there's like five different museums, the Holocaust Museum, and there's just all sorts of stuff going on around here. The Children's Museum is there. So imagine if they offered this app that you could download from their website or they could give you a code at the front desk. Um, you could download this app and have immediate access to um, a geographic locator for these things. Favorite restaurants. I mean, whatever's close by. I just think that's the coolest thing. So talk about an extra layer of convenience and empowering your customers with convenience. Just another option. <laughs> it's another option I can hook you up with, imagine. Um, all right, folks, we're coming up to our second break. I'm going to take a breather. Uh, you are listening to Unstoppable Choices Network, and we'll be right back. We all wish we had a few extra hours and a few less things to do in our hurried days. <clears throat> By tuning into Unstoppable, Hosted by Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin-Start, you'll hear success stories of how other entrepreneurs have uncovered their passions and learned to live a balanced, purposeful life. You'll receive tips and tools to market and grow your business, wrangle the chaos, and design the life you've dreamt of. Learn how to be unstoppable by tuning in to InspiredChoicesNetwork.com every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time. Are you a subject matter expert? 
Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Unstoppable with Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin Start. If you have a question about marketing your small business or finding balance as an entrepreneur, or you're just trying to get up the courage to do your own thing, let Lindy know. You can call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. Now, back to Unstoppable. And welcome back. You're listening to Unstoppable on the Inspired Choices Network. And this is Lindy Chafin-Start, your host. Um, I could pitch all day long about stuff that I can offer, but I'm going to get back to these tips because they're very, very, very interesting. Um, this is something, you know, we're talking about customer retention, customer communication. Um, a huge part of this is leveraging personal, personalization, and that's super easy to do in the digital age. Um Elm seems to be my favorite word today, so I apologize for that. I'm just really trying to get my thoughts together because there's so, as always, there's just so many layers and levels to this. Um, but just imagine, say you've created a Facebook campaign. So I'm going to go back to that uh, customer example. I was just using the property in Houston, smack in the middle of the Texas Medical Center. We're doing a pretty large Facebook campaign, trying to grow their um, their presence on social media, Facebook and Instagram, and um, drive some leads to the property. It's a one-month, quick-hit, short-term campaign, super happy with the way it's going. But part of what I do in that is... Um, customer engagement. Now, I can't always engage a customer, so I have to rely on the property sometimes to jump in um, because I don't know. I, I live in Atlanta. I don't know the Houston area. I certainly don't know the Texas Medical Center area. Um, so sometimes I have to bug the property for help, but nine times out of ten, it's very easy to engage. Now, so somebody responds to a post and you've you've captured their information. You have a way to ping them by name. Um, so if you respond to that post, do you just hit like or love? No, don't do that. <laughs> Definitely like or love it. But respond to that person and make it personal. Don't just ping them with their full name. You know how you can go in and select that person and delete like the extraneous information and just have maybe their first name. Um, make it a little bit more personal and respond to them by name. And um, thank them for what they've done and for being part of it. Um, with us, we use the hashtag, how do you co-op? This is how we co-op. How do you co-op? It's kind of cool. Um, but But Respond to them. So Twitter's another great way to do that. When people give you a shout out on Twitter, um, <laughs> respond, but make it personal. It's safe to be personal these days. I think it's, you know, transparency, it's um, authenticity. A great example from this grocery in the UK, um, it's called Tesco. And one of their clients tweeted, destroyed my Tesco caramelized onion and pita bread, by far my favorite snack for writing my thesis. And then, you know, she hashtagged it. And they responded, hey, first name, thanks for the message. Lots of coffee and chocolate got me through dissertation at uni. 
good luck with your thesis. Thanks. And they signed it with their name. Their customer service rep signed it. I just think that's really cool. Um, it's important to be that personal, that transparent in customer retention. Rachel's going to, Rachel, the customer, the first name customer, Rachel, is going to remember that. Um, so definitely be personal, even if it is in social media. Social media engagement um, is huge. If somebody engages with you on social media, respond and do it rather quickly. And if it's something that you don't want to respond to publicly, take it behind closed doors and respond to them up close. Okay. Speaking to your customers. This is always fun. How do we do that? And it's not in the way you would imagine when we say speak to your customers. Um, this is going to go back to audience profiles. Know your customer. Ask your customer the right questions. Get answers. Expected, unexpected, wanted, not wanted, positive matter. Get the answers. Thank them for providing the answers. And then take that data and translate it, if possible, into bettering your service, product, response time, communication level, whatever. Um, a great way to do this is customer satisfaction surveys. But ask the right questions. If you have a company that has multiple assets and you send a customer satisfaction survey that's generic to someone who used just one of those assets and it's not specific to that asset, then how are they going to answer the questions correctly? You're, you're setting your own self up for failure there. So just know your audience and make sure that what you are asking directly relates to what you have provided and what that customer has purchased. Okay? Super simple. Um, <laughs> referral programs are awesome. And this is, you know, it's just one of those things. Um if you have a product, I don't know necessarily that I would use it for my business and my industry. I don't I don't know. I'd have to think really hard, long and hard on that one. Like what what exactly could I do that could lead to a referral, a customer referral, other than providing lots of love and attention to my customers that garner referrals without any sort of um feedback or I mean, not feedback, but um, incentive. <laughs> Blissfully, I'm so grateful for this. My clients love me, so they refer me all the time, and I'm, I couldn't be more grateful to them. And shout out to all of them. Thank you, guys. Great. Love you. Um, but if you have a product, I'm going to use the meat, me undies, the most rare on the planet. So imagine, <laughs> create a, we'll go back to the evangelism, customer evangelism, uh, but you want to incentivize it. Great way to do it. Uh, if you refer a friend, we'll give you 20 bucks. And we'll give that friend 20% off their first purchase. Dang, I'm actually going to get cash money for this? Well, they wouldn't give it out if they didn't have it. So there you go. So again, you have to make sure your financial bandwidth is on course. It doesn't have to be 20 bucks, but it's kind of a great example of a referral program, right? 
Um, so for every friend you refer, you get 20 bucks, and we'll give them 20% off their first purchase. Maybe you could do that. Why not? Refer a friend, and we'll give you your next empanada on us and give them an empanada for half off. Why not? Or in the gym membership, your first month could be free. Or uh, get a free month if you refer a friend and their first money. Wow. But, I mean, you know, along with that, there have to be rules, right? So let's make sure that they sign a 12-month commitment and know that there's an out clause that saves you that month if they decide to cancel. Um, You know, be smart about it. So referral programs can be amazing. Uh, Apple did a really good job of creating a divide between them and their competitors when they did Mac versus PC. You remember those commercials? Um, Mac was the young hip kid and PC was like the old starting to gray uh, dude wearing the old Century 21 vest and a blazer. (laughs) Pretty funny. (laughs) And they, in a tongue-in-cheek way, sort of said, Mac's better than PC because... Oh, I love you, Apple, but I still use a PC. Sorry. I do use your phone and your tablet, but I still use PC. There's a reason for that. Um, Anyway, it's just, it's another way. It's just another way to create that sort of customer loyalty. Remind them in public why you're better than your competitor. It's kind of a fun way to do it. Um, subscriptions are another great opportunity. Amazon has this great subscription service. I think you might have heard of it. It's called Prime. (laughs) It started out as a way to get customers um, free shipping or two-day shipping, expedited shipping way back when, and now it's movies and music and, you know, all of this other stuff. Um, and you would think that Amazon would lose money on that, but you know what? They do. That's the truth. They lose money on that, but they make it up in sales. Because you keep going back to Amazon. You know why? Because you paid for a subscription. You know why? Because you wanted to save some money. (laughs) Oh, that's how that works. The trickle-down effect. Um, But subscriptions, if you can find a way to offer a subscription, do it. Not everybody can do it. Um, Not everybody can do it. Not every product or service is oriented to being able to offer a subscription. But if if you have that sort of dynamic within your product service structure, then by all means, figure out a way to use a subscription and make some money on it. And give your client value to boot. All right. Um, You are listening to Unstoppable on the Inspired Choices Network. And we are talking about 14 strategies for customer retention that truly do work. Um, We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. We all wish we had a few extra hours and a few less things to do in our hurried days. By tuning into Unstoppable, hosted by life purpose coach and marketing maven, Lindy Chafin-Start, you'll hear success stories of how other entrepreneurs have uncovered their passions and learned to live a balanced, purposeful life. You'll receive tips and tools to market and grow your business, wrangle the chaos, and design the life you've dreamt of. Learn how to be unstoppable by tuning in to InspiredChoicesNetwork.com every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time. This is Unstoppable with Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin-Start. If you have a question about marketing your small business or finding balance as an entrepreneur, or you're just trying to get up the courage to do your own thing, let Lindy know. You can call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. 
Canada 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. Now, back to Unstoppable. And welcome back. Okay, we're running short of time, so I'm going to blow through these last tips. And if y'all have questions, feel free to reach out to me on the website, www.unstoppablestart.com. Um, okay, so experiential marketing, huge. It's experiences outside of your product or service that directly tie back to your product or service. Um, Coke is notorious for doing this, but I'm going to go back to the um, five for the fight in the campaign I was talking about earlier. That's a great way to get people involved, to have an experience, to become part of an experience and to tie directly back to your product or service. So if you put your creative hat on, um, you can come up with some really great ideas. Folks. So use experiences to elicit positive feelings. That is tip number eight. Okay. <laughs> Capitalize on social proof. I love this um, because it speaks directly to customers and their um willingness and interest in supporting things that they love. Um, testimonials and customer stories are huge. They're huge. More than 60% of customers trust online reviews and seeing that lots of other brands and individuals like you use a product actually makes you want to do it too. It's fear of missing out, FOMO. Um, so use customer testimonials and information to attract new events, existing customers to stick around or upgrade their products. Do you have a product that can be upgraded? Do you have a new product coming out in your existing list? We've talked about this before. It's your biggest asset. Your list is a huge, it's your book of business. It is your business. Your product isn't necessarily your business. It's the people you sell to. If you were going to go get a business loan, they don't care that you can make a product. They care how many customers buy your product, right? If you can't retain your customers, the bank's going to look at you and just get So um, be sure that you are utilizing your customer testimonials and their stories. Um, highlight loyal customers and their stories on your website and your social media. Provide them with sample products, upcoming releases um, in exchange for their testimonial. Like, uh, you know how new authors will send out pre-release books so that they can get reviews ahead of release date. It's kind of the same principle. Okay. Educate your customers. You can do this in many ways, shapes, and forms. Um Emails, blog posts, telephone calls, um, webinars, front-facing seminars. Uh, there's all sorts of things that you can do to continue to educate your customers. I come to you every Wednesday at 1 o'clock to educate my customers, to educate you um, on the ins and outs, ups and downs, joys of marketing. And I'm glad you're with me, and I'm grateful that you're here. Um, but it's just educate your customers. And delight. Oh, this is a fun one. I have a budget specifically for this. Chewy dust, really quite fun. Um, it's sort of a surprise reciprocity. <laughs> uh, chewy monitors. And I'm not exactly sure how they determine who gets the surprise, but they do. Um, they will send out thank you letters, um, samples of new products. They will send out gift cards or spur-of-the-moment gifts for their customers or their fur. Yes, the fur, <laughs> the fur babies of the customers. Go, oh, you've spent $100 with us. We'd love for your dog to have a chew toy. Here, try this one. It's just kind of a cool idea. Um, so surprise reciprocity. 
Offer support on the right platforms. We've kind of already talked about this, but if you're managing customer service in social media, um, make sure you're monitoring your channels. Uh, monitor your channels. Respond. Customer engagement is huge. If it needs to come off page, bring it off page. That's all I'm going to say about that. Thank your customers. Okay, so I love wine. Um, wine Insiders is one of my favorite. Go to order order a case of wine today kind of folks. Um, they don't have to do a lot to thank me. I get weekly emails from them. That's a huge thanks. I only get one a week. Thank God I can't take one a day. Don't ever send me an email a day. Macy's, stop. Wayfair, stop sending me three a day. Just a heads up. <laughs> but Wine Insiders will send me one a week. Whenever I order a case of wine, especially when they say, hey, we're going to give you this case for 50% off. You're going to get 12 bottles of wine for eh, 68 bucks, And they're from all over the world. And you get to try them and enjoy them and love them. and da, 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 da. Wine Insiders. You see what I'm doing? I'm evangelizing. What comes in that box, that really well-branded box? A thank you coupon for 20% off my next order. Dang, am I going to keep going back to Wine Insiders and I'm gonna, am I going to tell you about them? <laughs> Heck yeah, I just did. Wine Insiders. Another great way to thank your customers is just to say, hey, thanks. Sit down with a stack of note cards and write a handwritten note. Thank you for being awesome, for using our product or service. We love you and we love our customers. Huge thanks. It's two minutes. It's a stamp. Just do it. Um, lastly, but not leastly, apologize if and when you make a mistake. We all make mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. It's just what happens. Own it. Whether it's in social media, whether it is like Jack Link's, you know, with the whole moldy bag of stuff, <laughs> beef jerky. Um, they owned it. They apologized. And they made up for it with coupons. They're making up for it with coupons. I appreciate that. I will not stop buying Jack Links um, because of that very reason. They've earned my loyalty for that. So write a handwritten note. Again, say you're sorry. If you have to jump in on social media and can't track them down any other way, say you're sorry. Be personal about it. And until next week, when I have no clue what we're going to talk about, but we're going to talk about something fun, be unstoppable. It's been a joy. Thank you for being Inspired Choices Network's most valuable asset and for tuning in to Unstoppable. Host Lindy Chafin-Start will return next Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time with more valuable tips to support you and your small business.